You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Blog Talk Radio. to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. And this is the 342nd show, episode 342, ladies and gentlemen, live and live in color Getting foggy like a monkey, if you will. I am Chris Featherstone, as always. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As we do every week, we're going to have a lot of fun through the chat room, through the interview, through the talking, through the SmackDown 1000 that uh, just happened recently. Uh, and we are live on a Tuesday night uh, on the on the aftermath of the of the. Uh, uh, Smackdown 1000. So, how about that? That's going to be very, very interesting uh, to to talk about. And so, I'm really excited to see what we're uh, going to talk about tonight. Uh, we got a lot of people coming in. Uh, we got some people coming in in, cha- in the chat room. We're about to start here uh, with the with the chat, and uh, we are going to be right back after we get uh, everything 
together for the chat room, and uh, we'll be right back. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. All right. So uh, as we get people here loaded up in the chat room for the Q&A session tonight, um, I was getting t- some tweets um, right before the show with people with people very upset saying that uh, their YouTube isn't working. So uh, keep me posting on that. Keep me updated on that. And let me know if your YouTube is working. I see people are logging in. So that is good news as far as the... Um, the status of their YouTube. So keep me, let me know what's going on here. I'm trying to get these uh, live chat remarks to see uh, if people are logging in. Just uh, give me a, give me a check and let me know. Okay. I do see more people and more people logging in here. Let me know if everything's well with your YouTube. For some reason, there were some people saying that the YouTube was, uh, was down. So, Keep me posted on that. Let me know if uh, all is well. Do a do a roll call. Let me know that you're in the chat room, so we can get started on the uh, on on the live Q and A. We've been doing some really fun and cool live Q and A lately. It's been very very fun and exciting. Um, I don't. <laughs> I have I have an interview every week, every single week. Um, but I've I've done this live Q and A every now and then. Uh, for this, but this is the third straight week that I've done the live Q and A, um, and this person is a a very exciting uh, person to 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 interview. So uh, I do see people coming in. We usually get flooded with uh, comments by now. So let me know if you are in the the chat room. Um, keep me posted on that. Let me know what's going on. So. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. People saying we live. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Seeing some more numbers coming in the chat room. Okay, looks like uh, looks like as Jim Ross would tell Sid, we're live, pal. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. The people who are tweeting me, it looks like they are in now. So it looks like YouTube was uh pulling a rib on the pancakes and power slam show, <laughs> but we're all set ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, it's YouTube was down. Peter says, okay, but it's up now. And we're, uh, live in the living colors is dusty, dusty rose with say baby. All right. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I have to, I have to do a count of how, how often, how many times this person has been on the show. I think he may have the record. I think we're at seven now. Six or seven, I'm not sure. He may have the record. Um, so uh, obviously he's one of my favorite guests. <laughs> and uh, but I think we're we're either at six or seven. I have to count and see. Uh, uh, one of my favorite guests here on the show. 
every single time. It's just something more exciting and, and fun to be on the time. I, pour, I poured syrup on YouTube. Now it's working. Thank me later. <laughs> uh, nice comment there. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into it. Uh, as, as Leo Rush say, my man. <laughs> uh, JTG, how you doing tonight, sir? Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate the invite. Oh, absolutely. Always. It's always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure to have you on the on the show. And uh, like I said, man, I think, um, I don't know, I have to count. I think we're at like six or seven times you've been on the show. So you are, yeah, you are, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's not going to be my last. I, what's that? And it won't be my last. And it won't be your last. I, I, I agree with that. I think we were talking about like some five timers. I think the, I think the last time or two you were on the show where we had some conversation about the five timers club that's what i remember i don't i don't remember what uh, yeah so is it so this is at least the sixth time i think so i think we had the five timers conversation before so i can't do the i can't do the book of t gimmick anymore i gotta i gotta add extra finger up yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, go go for it. Uh, we got the chat room loading up here. Ask your questions to JTG, former WWE star, uh, someone who I feel should have been the tag team champion, um, uh, which I think was just it's crazy that he's never been tag team champion in WWE. I'll say that much. He had one of the most uh, entertaining gimmicks uh, in, in, in WWE. Uh, and yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense at all. Uh, all right. You, so let's Chris, jump right into me, uh, making me blush over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people uh, agree with me in the chat room. A lot of agree, a lot of people agree with me who are listening to the show. Um, you know, it's one of those things, man. I, I'm a traditionalist. I, I like old school, like characters when it comes to wrestling. And Prime Time was definitely uh, um, a really. It, it was controversial at first, but it was kind of like you know a, a Black Robin Hood type of thing. You know, what I mean, that's really what it boiled down to. And I think that's what got you, uh, you and Chad over so much because. Yeah, you were it was, maybe it was good branding and good and good marketing on Vince's behalf. I think he wanted us to grab everybody's attentions attention first with the controversy, and then right. tone it down, and then have some have some fun. Yeah, and I think the fact that you all were baby faces, I think that helped the matter. Um, yeah, because if you were like if you were like heels coming in as like yeah, could have got ugly. Yeah, could have yeah. had all sharp. You could have had all Sharpton with a. Oh. <laughs> in front of the in front of the arena with some Tims, yeah, <laughs> right, um, yeah. So I I think that uh, yeah I think if you would have brought in his heels, it'd have been it would have fell in the steel type a little bit more. But coming as baby faces and being cheered by the crowd, I think that really helps you all. So uh, all right, so we got we got a lot of questions coming in. So let's let's jump right into it. Uh, hashtag ask JTG looks like people are using a hashtag already, which is great. Um, let's see, we'll start with Francesco. What was your favorite crime time moment? Favorite crime time moment? Oh, I gotta pick one. Um, can I have a favorite JTG moment? No, he said crime time, so let me stick to the topic. Um, Mm. I would have to say our first vignette. That was uh, that was um, monumental for me because right after our match, I think they was testing us. They was testing Shad and I, 
Because right after mm-hmm. our match with uh, what's the name of the at tag team, the cheerleading tag team, uh, Spirit Squad. Yeah, right after our match with the Spirit Squad, which was live, we had to shoot another live uh, uh, promo right afterwards. So after after the match, we had to race to the um, to the room. And we did a vignette with Booker T and Charmel and uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman. And then when we came back on the air, what you saw was shot live, and we, we, we and Shad killed it. And it was, if you guys look back at it on YouTube, um, coming from OVW, you know, just usually, usually Shad and I, you know, we take about one or two takes, but we were in the big leagues, and we had to prove ourselves, and we, we hit it with one shot, one take. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. That was definitely so proud one of, of myself. Them. Yeah, that was uh, definitely one of the most uh, uh, popular uh, uh, moments of uh, crime time his, uh, history. So that among many, for sure. Uh, let's see. We got um, Joseph. Uh, would you have loved to seen that puppy gimmick, Papa? Will you ask him about that? I don't the know what. what I mean. the- Puppy gimmick. <laughs> the puppy gimmick. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're talking about, you must think I'm Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Jerry the G. That's what JTG stands for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, wasn't there, now, now you did, uh, you, you have said this on the show before, and I think you mentioned it uh, somewhere else that the little Jimmy gimmick was your idea first. Um, well, what was they, your... they, they kind of took it, yeah, they kind of took it and did their own, did their own spin on it. Uh, and the reason why I say there, because I'm not going to put it all in our troops because, you know, he's just a talent. And when, when, right. when, when the writers see something, they could use that to, as a seed and it could go off into something else, spin into something else. Right. So right. no heat on our truth. But um, my gimmick was uh, to have an imaginary uh, puppet that could only be seen by the WWE Universe and and by myself so mm-hmm. the wwe so i don't know if you guys are familiar with big mouth that's one of my favorite shows right now on on, on netflix you see how the um the, the, the hormone monster is only seen by the audience and by the main characters and he's just mm-hmm. roasting and and giving his two cents so that would have been similar to that mm-hmm. okay yeah so the the person did uh correct themselves and said puppet gimmick not puppy gimmick yeah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, I guess the the audio correct is the auto correct is uh it it bit uh, him as well that auto correct is uh, uh does more harm than good sometimes. Um <laughs> let's see we have Wild Boy asking how did you come up with the beard cream idea? There you go. Plug your uh <laughs> There we go. At the end I'm but glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So I came up with sexy as hell beard here. Um, and if you want to find out more about Six Years Old Beard Care, you can go to sahbeardcare.com. Um, I came up with the idea because I was getting a lot of compliments on my beard. Um, you know, I kept very good. I had my own little former that I was using. And uh, after getting a whole bunch of compliments and everybody uh, saying, um, what do you use on your beard? Like, females were loving it. Guys were asking me for advice. I said to myself, I need to come up with my own product. Um, and because my product, it, it works. You know, I'm not selling on snake oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. My product actually works. Everybody's loving it. Um, I'm getting great, getting great reviews. So if you have a beard and you're looking to fix some of those, having some issues with patches, or if you're having issues with um, 
Let me see. Uh, gray, like gray hairs, it solves that. I mean, not completely, but it, it helps a lot because <laughs> yeah. of my magical ingredient, black seed oil. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It is a magical uh, uh, oil that, I, that I've always been using on my skin and in my diet, and it does wonders. Nice, nice. Um, <clears throat> now, um, Kofi Kingston uh, did a plug for you without you even knowing, right? Yeah, man, I appreciate that. That's the homie, you know. That's what boys do. You know, he didn't. Uh, he he when he bought it too. He uh, well, I gave him. I gave him one. Um, I gave him because he was asking. He was inquiring about it, so I just sent him one. And then uh, he bought another, another one. You know, a lot of I have a lot of friends out there. They just want. Hey, can can you send me something? Like, bro, I'm just starting a business. You know, can you support first? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know, Kobe, right. uh, he supported and he did that plug for me, which I really appreciated. I own I own one. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a free lifetime. Uh, gift card for any for, for free products com. yeah absolutely uh let's see um gruss was there plans to make a faction with crime time and john cena there was a uh faction with john with uh crime time and john cena it was short-lived but it was definitely a faction you had our own <laughs> Uh, trio uh, action figure set. So yeah, it it, it happened. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you had your JBL moments, right? Oh yeah, that uh, on July seventh of two thousand eight. Never forget that Destroy date. Destroy the limo. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um. All right. Let's see. We got JHP. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, say uh, hashtag Chia. <laughs> Uh, and it says, do you feel you were being held back because of your race during your time in WWE? Ooh, that's here comes a tough one. Um, well, well, knowing the business, uh, I've been like raised, um, raised on wrestling as a fan and then getting into the business as a, as a, um, in, in my, you know, late, late teens mm-hmm. and being there my majority of my twenties still in the business, but more independently, um, you kind of know the business. You kind of know that, you know, from experience and, his, and from experience and historically, you know, there's usually there's a glass ceiling, a glass ceiling for minority wrestlers. And yeah. the reason for that is because the base audience is predominantly white and the audience wants to see themselves uh, hmm. being champions. So it's more, um, it's more of a marketing thing. It's like if if I had a black if I had a black um, federation in Brooklyn, they want to see they're going to want to see more black champions. You, mm-hmm. see what I'm, you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. The BWF, yeah. the Brooklyn Wrestling Federation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, what is saying? Idea. Come I need, on, need to start that. Yeah, BWF. Yeah, you know, let me. Uh, I'll help out with the the booking. I'll help out with the writing, and uh, you know, I have a, a very successful podcast that I can bring some uh, guests in <laughs> and promote it. Let's let's, let's make this happen. Uh, <laughs> so someone is saying, Wild Boy is saying, "Come on, Chris, you can do a, you can give us a better Chia." Okay, so Chia, that's that's what I get. There, what there I get. you go. <laughs> I hope that suffices. Um, all right, so was John, uh, Peter's asking, was John Cena hard on you? Um, pause. Um, John Cena, you know, 
at at first he was hard on both Chad and I because he wanted to mm-hmm. uh, step our game up because we because when we first started uh, working with uh, John Cena, um, we were me and Chad were never weren't used to being in the main event main event scene, so we were doing a lot of stuff that you know a lot of new new guys were doing, and you know he was hard on us and we had to make a lot of adjustments. But you know we adjusted uh, quickly, so yeah, he had our, he had every right to be hard on us in the beginning, but we um, um, we adjusted pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel when you got the word you and Chad were breaking up? Um, it, it, it was it was more of steps. You know, we both wanted it. We both wanted to go our separate ways. We both wanted to um see what we can do solo you know the tag team division was was uh was not really popping at the time we were there they were like putting tech putting uh single superstars together to make a tag team it was like it's not like what i what we would you know chris you talking about the old school wrestling like how it was back in the days where they had teams like you had the rockers the demolition you had yep. uh teams that were you know they, came in the they weren't just wrestlers yeah wrestlers put together and that was and that was going on a lot in uh at the time, we were Chad and I, so we were like, "Man, we want to do our singles thing, um, and see what goes where, um, where our future goes from there." Yeah. Um, let's see. Rob is asking, "You're close to a lot of the guys in Japan. Is there any truth to the report that many New Japan employees are um, disgruntled, and any idea why that is?" I have no idea about that. I'm I'm trying to get to uh, <laughs> uh, Japan. Um, I hope there's nothing. I uh, hope they're not disgruntled about money issues because I'm all about my money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have to dig dig a little deeper into that. But yeah, I'm, I'm anybody listening. I'm interested in going to Japan, so you know, spread the word. Yeah, so they disgruntled. I need to I need to find out what's that about. From what I've heard, is uh, change of management. So uh, I think. I think it has nothing to do with financial. I think I know that they dealing with now their head booker head uh, is Gato, which has been which has been doing fantastic. Harold Mage, uh, I think uh, Bushi Road is uh, who uh, uh, was owned them before they got Bushi Road bought them out, and then Harold Mage, um, I think he's from Holland. He bought them out um, within the past few years, kind of changed some things around, uh, really for the better expanding it from mm-hmm. but it seems like there's some um change in management internally that some people yeah. from the, the the backstage people aren't really uh adapting to very well that's what, that's what i heard oh. at least okay so um but yeah that would be great to see you in new japan that'd be that'd be fantastic um uh now would you do the heavyweight or would you do the junior are you under like two i don't know what the junior was it two oh Two fifteen, two ten, two oh five. What's the junior weight for the for chat room? What's the junior weight for uh, New Japan? I think it's, I think it's like two twenty five, maybe somewhere around oh, no, there. No, no. Your boy, your boy's weighing in at two hundred and forty five pounds. Two forty five. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Put me in the heavyweight. All we could do is train. I love to do the tag team. You know, yeah. prime time and. Uh, New Japan, that's I'll, I'll get it popping over there. So crime time in, in Japan, let's get crime yeah. time over there. 
Crime Time and the Killer Elite Squad will be a fantastic match. Uh, to yeah, trying to push that on on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I'm a big fan. You, you've been uh, kind of uh, jokingly beefing with uh, Cody or someone or, or, or um, someone. Yeah, we've been um, throwing or something like that. Yeah. yeah, we've been throwing shots at uh, um, what the hell is that? The Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the um, Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. Uh, no response. You know, they, they, they're trying to big league crime time, but, it, you know, but Shadding and I took it easy on them because he could have got up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't big league crime time. Come on. You can't, no, no, you, no. Y'all wrestled for the same promotion, and you know y'all got the same followers as far as just the WWE people. You can't, you can't big league crime times. Uh, so yeah, it's that will be interesting for crime time to be in New Japan. I think uh, New Japan is starting to get a lot. I mean, the, the New Japan has been very gimmick heavy, uh, period. But I think mm-hmm. uh, kind of integrating someone like you know you and Chad would be really cool in the tag division. Like I said, the first person, the first team I thought of was Lance Archer and Davy Jr. A killer elite squad, and I think that that would be a really interesting match because they're like really menacing heels, and you all are, you know, baby faces. So uh, that would keep the that would keep the spirit of the the kayfabe and the, and the characters in there too, which people like myself uh, enjoy still. So um, let's see, we have a bunch of questions here. Um, Gruss, um, did the WWE incorporate a lot of the elements of crime time into the cast and Enzo tag team? Good, good question. Did they incorporate it? Um, I would say, I would say no. I think Enzo and Cass had their own thing. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, would, um, would say that they, they mirror, Mirror Shad and I because of the big guy, small guy thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. um, for Shad and I, you know, we both were on the mic. We both rocked the mic with that team. It was usually Enzo. He was the hype man. Um, Shad and I, we both were entertaining, and we both, <laughs> you know, we we both were brought something, uh, balance each other out. But Enzo, with the Enzo and Cass, it just looked like Enzo was the uh, was the most entertaining part of that team. Speaking yeah, being honest. Yep, and Kaz just you know threw a few lines there uh, here and there, so that is yeah. true. Uh, is the door open for a crime time return in WWE? Is that something you want? Oh, that would be a lot of fun. You know, I would love to uh, uh, jump on the scene for a little bit. Um, most maybe the most two or three years. You know, I don't, I don't want to do nothing crazy. <laughs> But I'll yeah. love to get back on the scene and, um, you know, have fun with the WWE Universe again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that they'll welcome you in open arms, with open arms. <clears throat> um, we got, uh, okay, so do you see the influence of yourself in the Street Profits? Um, Montez Ford and, um, oh, goodness. Um, what's the other person's name? Uh, chat room. And, uh, oh, yeah, and NXT, um, Antonio Dawkins, right? Let me. Somebody I, don't, I don't know. Somebody, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good, cool tag team, but um, I mean, they they kind of resemble 
they kind of resemble you, you and Chad a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that a lot on social media. I haven't seen um, a full match from um, Street Profits, so I can't, you know, give any, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. really, really good constructive criticism. But from what Got I've it. seen on social media, and um, it's kind of, I can say it resembles us a lot. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're 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 stealing or uh, any anything of that sort, but. I think it's a version. I think it's a crime time 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Angelo Dawkins is the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the perfect time for that. <laughs> what trade doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Okay. Good question here. Besides the crime time, think what character would you have wanted to be? By the way, your Christmas promos at the retirement home was classic. <laughs> oh, funny. thank you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We had to come up with a a lot of those songs um, off the fly because we mm-hmm. weren't, weren't really too sure what we were doing at a at a, a nursing home, but yeah, we made it work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff that they uh, that we um, we did. You know, we didn't find out to the day of of Monday Night Raw. We like we get there at the arena like around twelve. You know, we wait around mm-hmm. for the riders to come out the room, and they give us a thing like, "All right, we gotta head to the nursing office. We're doing a uh, we're doing a, a vignette there." It's like, what? What y'all want us to do? Oh, we're gonna sing songs for the blah blah blah. And then we're on the way there. Shad and I are coming up with songs like, "Okay, how should we do this?" And you should take that note and blah blah blah. So yeah, you have a lot of improv being a WWE superstar. <laughs> yeah. And what um the other question to that was um what gimmicks would I would I've liked to have done if uh what was the question again? Um what char- what other character would you have wanted to be? Oh, um like I get I pu- I pushed the uh the um the puppet gimmick and I also pushed the gimmick um it was it was like a urban joker. You know, that was around the time that uh that uh, the, the Dark Knight movie came out. Um, I think maybe oh, like yeah. two or three years later. I wanted to take the I don't know if you guys remember Dead Presidents. The movie? I remember the uh yeah, the movie. I was gonna take that face paint and make it slight joker ish and be like a be like a, a gangster joker, like a thug joker, oh, urban wow. joker. Nice. Yeah, that would have been fun and you know, the wore the um scully throughout the <laughs> But that yeah. face paint, but uh, that didn't get uh, didn't get picked up. But it would have been great. Maybe uh, you can pitch that for uh, New Japan or or in the Indies. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Is there? Uh, let's see. Rob is asking. Um. Was there anyone in WWE that you wanted to avoid backstage, executives or other wrestlers, and who were your top three road wives? That's a two-part question. Road wives? Hold on. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody I avoided guess, uh, uh, backstage? Yeah. Um, I didn't really avoid anybody backstage. Um, you know, if I had an issue with them, you know, I, you know. We kind of pretty much in that locker room. You handle it. You handle it like like men. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that locker room is is uh, 
it's full of alpha males in there. So if there's an issue, you know, it's going to be, you handle it like, man, you, you bring it up. It's going to spill. It's going to boil to the top. You got to, you got to handle it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I never avoided anybody. Um, as far as uh, road wives, no, I didn't have any, uh, any road wives when I was on the road. <laughs> no road wives guys. Um, and if I did, I got me say I was, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, but that is, I mean, you know, from what I know, that is something that is a, a thing, right? Like as far as like a wrestler, you know, kind of seeing one or multiple, you know, people in, within the business. Um, well, all but, I know the, the wrestlers that I know are very faithful to their wives that are not good. That are not good. <laughs> yeah. And then, then there's faithful others. men. <laughs> um. Uh, tell T, tell JTG your beard, your beard is more over than most of the talent in WWE right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, but some reason I, I think he's serious too. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, he is serious. Yes, he's he's a he's yeah, one of he's one of my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> your beard is more over than that. Um, road wives equals people you rode from town to town with traveling buddies. Okay, there you go. There, oh, thank you thanks for clearing that up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I rode with a lot of uh, a lot of guys. Um, Ziggler. Um, was that road Riley. wives? It said road wives, so I don't know if that means male too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. I think me and Cameron rolled a couple of times to, uh, together to different towns. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Now don't, don't go. Don't, I hope nobody take that. I'll take that. And yeah, I was just about to say that. You <laughs> just rolled. You just rolled <laughs> together. <laughs> right. That was it. <laughs> Let's make it very clear. You know, this, yeah. uh, people report from this show. Don't. I don't want to see no articles tomorrow saying, "Hey, you know, uh, possible uh, uh, <laughs> old." Two two former WWE stars uh, in a relationship? Question mark. You know, I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see that. It's like a very clear. He said just road. He said nothing about a relationship. So don't let me see any articles about that tomorrow. Um, let's see. What uh, D Mac is asking? What car, what part of Brooklyn are you from? He's from uh, Bed Stuy. He's from Bed Stuy. Do or die, Bed Stuy. Tell him I'm from uh, Park Side to Dark Side. Park Side <laughs> right to Dark Side. Flatbush? Yep. Okay. Flatbush. There you go, DMAC. Flatbush. Um, let's ask a few more. I respect your time. So, um, I don't want to keep you too long. Um, uh, what was the environment like in OVW versus the main roster, and do you see parallels with NXT and WWE? Um, the difference between OVW and in, in WWE locker room, it was pretty much similar. Um, everybody's fighting for a spot to be on TV. Um, but uh, OVW, I think you were allowed to make more mistakes being in the minor leagues. You know, that's where you pretty much learn. So you had some, um, you had some wiggle room uh, to make some mistakes and correct them. When you get to WWE, you don't have that much. You don't have that that uh, that luxury unless you know you're just, you know you are. Yeah, son of a legend, or <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a friend of somebody in the in the office. But someone yeah. like Chad and I, who didn't know anybody in the business uh, growing up, we came in there just off a of passion. 
um, you didn't have that much luxury. So, yeah, OVW is where you made your mistakes, um, and you fixed them. When you got to the big leagues, you uh, you know, you, 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 Chad and I did make mistakes, but um, it wasn't as, it, you know, it was pretty much we got yelled at for it. But then mm-hmm. you, had to fix, you had to fix it immediately. There's no, there's no pretty much no, not, not too many chances. Yeah. Um, why are most block wrestlers given the rapper preacher gimmicks? <laughs> True. Oh, that's a rhetorical word? Let me answer that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's the writers. <laughs> Talk to the writers. Yeah. I think because uh, I'll, I'll give right off the top of my head, uh, black people, melanated people, we have a lot of soul. I guess that's, that's right, baby. <laughs> that's what we're known for. We're known for a lot of soul. So yeah. I guess that's why it's so easy for us to get over doing doing gimmicks like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, being that you used it, whose sling blade is better today, Seth Rollins or Finn Balor? Neither. Mine is. Ah, <laughs> good answer. If I, get, if I get heat for that, then I don't care. I'm being honest. My sling blade. I mean, my shout out is the best. Is the best one out. I don't there even know that's, what they're doing is considered a sling blade because they're not. They're not. They're not wrapping their arm around the other person's Like I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> they just kind of graze their armor. <laughs> to, you know, yeah, that's, uh, I think Tanahashi does a really good sling blade. But, uh, um, yeah, Seth Rollins or Finn Balor, I, I agree. I think uh, you, you, you bring that you – you actually hook the arm and make it a part of the move. Um, let's see. Who was your – uh, Peter's asking um, – who was his? Who was your favorite wrestling uh, wrestler growing up, and your favorite wrestler after joining WWE? Um, favorite wrestler growing up would definitely have to be, um, you know, there was different eras. Um, so in the eighties, it was uh, I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to say it, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, during the nineties was uh, early nineties was definitely uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, and then two thousands it was um, it was The Rock. All right. All right, a few more here before we let you go. Um, if you and Chad could team up for one more run, what three teams would you have on your must-face list? In WWE or in general? Uh, I didn't, it doesn't say specific, so I, you know, I'll say well, in general. Let's just, say, let's just go with WWE. I would, okay. At the top of the list, number one would have to be um, the Usos. Definitely would love Usos, to Usos, yeah. I think there will be a lot of chemistry there. Um, love to work the New Day. Mm-hmm. And what other tag teams uh, are there? Like tag teams, not wrestlers thrown together, like actual tag teams. <laughs> uh, well, the Bar is a tag team now. Uh, they actually won yeah. the, the SmackDown titles tonight. Um, who else is there? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go out and say this. because I might get a lot of slack for it. But um, I think there will be a lot of backstage uh, chemistry between um, uh, Fandango and um, Tyler Breeze. I forgot the name of that tag team, but I think there will be a – yeah. Yeah, that, that would be, yeah, that would be pretty funny. That will be some epic uh, backstage moments. Any other – any non-WWE teams you can think of that are really like Bullet Club? To, or... Chad and I are still trying to get our hands on the Young Bucks. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. listening, I know the young bucks. Let them know that we still got that. We still got them on our uh, our radar. Your radar. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Um, let's see. All right, let's uh, close here. Um, how did you wrestle in Tim's without breaking your ankle? Not wishing bad luck. Just always wanted to know. LOL. You know, it's crazy. I, I sprained my ankle a couple of uh, a month ago. <laughs> mm. A couple of months ago, this summer, uh, first time in my career. But um, when I wrestle in um, Timberland boots, I'm wearing like six or eight socks. You know, so I'm, and I and I have an ankle bracelet on, so I'm pretty. Oh, okay. It's pretty thick around my thick around my ankle. Got it. <clears throat> Makes sense. Yeah. All right, last question. How was it working with Chris Jericho? I think you've shared this before, uh, how much you enjoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always have great stuff to say about Chris Jericho. That was, like, again, that's one of my um, uh, – working with Chris Jericho, one of my um, – uh, I had my my best match with him in WWE um, uh, at SummerSlam. That was one of my greatest uh, greatest and funnest uh, moments in my career, uh, Chris mm-hmm. Jericho and Big Show at SummerSlam. Uh, I forgot what year, but it was at the Staples Center. Um, and then also had a great match with him, singles, and he put me over on SmackDown. He's, and then uh, all that I also have to have to say about Chris Jericho, he's a he's a top, he's a stand, he's a standout guy. You know, a lot of guys um, in that locker room have a lot of ego, and with Jericho, he's very professional. You know, if he has a uh, a problem with you, you know, he'll pull you to the side. You know, he wouldn't necessarily do it in front of everybody. Like like a lot of top guys, you know, they're trying to make an example out of you in front of the locker room with him. Very professional. Um, pull you to the side. Not only does he tell you what the what, what your issue is, what your problem with his issue or problem with um problem with you is is a solution. Yeah. So shout out to Chris Jericho. Certainly. Um that was two thousand nine, SummerSlam. That's that's all okay. Um, all right, so here's the last question. I'm going to ask the question here. Speaking of Big Show, um, now he's in great shape, but he uh, turned heel tonight to help the bar win the titles. And, you know, it's Again? like, yeah, it's, yeah, right. So that, so that goes, so that goes along with my question. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, he's been in the business for almost 20 years now. And, um, that's it. Yeah, well, over twenty years now, he's been in WWE for almost twenty years, and it's like all these baby face and heel turns, face heel, face heel. You know, he talked about it in the Stone Cold podcast a while ago, a couple years back, two or three years back, is how you know he's just doing what the boss says basically, and uh, he's not yeah. a fan of it, but he just does what the boss says. Like, how do you do you think to that overall? I think it does. What are your thoughts on all of Big Show's face and heel turns and how really, in my opinion, it just really kind of tarnishes the stability of his character, you know, kind of uh, um, objectively. And, you know, he's known, unfortunately, he's notoriously known for having so many face and heel turns. What do you think that that does with his overall character? Yeah, that's definitely, he definitely does his Hall of Fame speech. That's definitely going to be a... Uh... Uh, a reel of how many times he's um, he's uh, he's been asked to flip flop between being a babyface and a heel, and again he mm-hmm. said it right. You know sometimes you're not happy with it, but you got to do what the bosses what, what your bosses say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's. Uh, that, that, I think he probably will. <laughs> I think he probably will mention that in his Hall of Fame speech. That is. Uh, have he have to? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a great right. re- that'll be a great reel because I re- I would love to know within those over over those twenty years of being in the WWE how many times because I've lost count how many times he has turned from babyface to heel, vice versa. It has I to think be, it was it like over like it has to be over ten. I think it was like twenty two last time I, I checked. Twenty two. Some, some like, wow. Yeah, yeah it was, it was some. Yeah, it was like twenty two. Well. He turned heel tonight, so add one, add one to whatever number it was before. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying now. The last time, oh goodness, wait a minute, is that is this 32? Oh, I'm looking at somewhere it says 32. No way, that is insane. <laughs> that is crazy. So 19, they're counting 95 to 2017. Okay. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I think I think last time I checked it was like 22, 21, 22 or something like that in WWE. Um but I mean that's still the fact that you have 20 baby face and heel turns is is ridiculous. So that's uh quite unfortunate. All right. Well, uh Jason has been uh it's been fantastic. Um please let the listeners know about your beard Caroline. And uh, you know, uh, if you uh, want to be a sponsor of the show, let me know. <laughs> to let the listeners know about the about the beer care line. Oh well, first of all, I want to tell you, Chris, thanks for having me on the show again. Appreciate it. Always. Had a good time as always. Um, looking forward to being back again anytime. Um, for, uh, anybody listening on the show, follow me on social media: Twitter, JTG1284, Instagram. JTG twelve ten eighty four, um, and also if you have a beard and you and you want it to be sexy as hell, go to sahbeardcare dot com. Follow it on uh, Instagram that's sexy as hell beard care. Um, we got all your beard care needs. We got beard butters, beard oils, beard shampoo. Yes, we have beard shampoo. You can't use regular shampoo on your beard. You got to use oh, nice. beard shampoo. So you don't strip the oils. You don't strip the natural oils from your beard. Yes, there's a science to this. There's a science. Um, nice. <laughs> you got. I got a beard. You got a. Is this beard? Mm. The people are. <laughs> you got the beard, chatter beard combs, beard, right beard brushes, everything catered to having a sexy as hell beard. You go to sahbeardcare.com. Wow. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Also, you know, uh, I forgot to plug. Well, since I'm here, if you're looking to get into the wrestling business. Dan, why did I write this book? And Dan, why did I write this book too? You got to get those two books. They they both are quite uh, the uh, captivating <laughs> books to read for sure. <laughs> I've read both of them, and uh, they have some really uh, interesting stories in there. So uh, if you do a three, um, let me uh, you know. I would love to do. You'll be the first uh, to read it, Chris. You'll be the first to read I, it. I'll be the first to read it. And uh, if you need an editor, if you need a you know contributor in some in some way, you know, <laughs> let me know. I'll, I'll in, I'll be great, man. It's been a pleasure as always. Uh, and uh, go check his product out, and uh, it sounds great. I want to invest in it, and um, and uh, go follow him on Twitter, man. If you have a beard, go get his stuff. You know, he he put a lot of stuff. He put a lot of work in it. It's natural. 
and even Kofi Kingston, um, you know, someone who was a uh, five-time, who, who was the longest tag team champion in WWE history. He Shout out to Kofi. Uh, endorsed, yeah, he, he actually just won that, uh, that, uh, that um, achievement like a couple of weeks ago. He, number, he beat yeah, Billy Gunn. Yeah, I saw that, so, yeah. Yep. Man, thanks for coming on the show, man. I'm oh, looking forward to have you again. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Peace. All right, have, have a good night. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Thanks a lot, JTG man. He's uh he is one of he is one of my favorite guests to have on the show, man. Uh, Top notch guy. You know, he's um I've said this before. It's one of those things that uh, one of the pleasures of, of of being in the journalism business is that you form good relationships with uh, with people in the wrestling business. And uh, he's definitely one of them. He's definitely one of my favorite people to talk to in wrestling business. And, um, yeah, so interesting. He, he actually writes columns um, for me as well. And, uh, yeah, so awesome stuff. Thank you, everybody who's saying thank you, Chris, right now. Um, you know why I do it. Come on. You know why I put these interviews together. Alley oop, ladies and gentlemen. He was there tonight at SmackDown, dog. I do it for you. Oh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I do it. All right, so let's. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I got some Max Chris questions going in, coming in here. What's I love um, addressing? I did a Chia for you, GHT. Um, let's see, Mr. Sacco, Moppy, or Peppy. Uh, let's do. Um, Let's do Mr. Sacco. <laughs> I just put uh, draw Mr. Sacco on my and on the sock and put it on my hand and there you go. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love the I love the emojis uh, for I do it for you. I do it in the clown. The number four. <laughs> Yes, GHP gets the comment of the night so far, um, and he points he points to you. I love it absolutely. All right, we got Evan Tech Prout uh, in the ta- in the chat, um, and yeah, so uh, he's got some um, he's got some stuff to say. Uh, DX man, it's uh, it's a pleasure, definitely a pleasure. Uh, Gress is asking, Chris, can New Jack be your next guest? <laughs> if 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 New Jack uh, will agree with the PG show, if he's up for if he's up for PG, uh, he can come on. I, I'm game. I'll bring him on in. Uh, ask Chris Wildboy's asking biggest flop XFL XFL. I had to do the the XFL or Tamina's WWE career. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. That's a good one. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go XFL because, well, first of all, it's coming back in 2020. So, but it was it was like one season and it was so bad. Like that would be the same thing as saying to Mina, um, that that, that means uh, that would be. That be the same thing as saying um, 
the to me that had like a, a hot skipping career, um, and and she's gone. So, um, she's still um, there's a very very slight chance. Um, there's a really really slight chance that um, Tamina will win. Yeah. Uh, the the any title ever, unfortunately, but at least there's at least there's a chance. At least there's at least there's a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as long as I have two fists, I have a fighting chance. Is what James Ellsworth would say, who actually came, who actually appeared in uh, on uh, Bound for Glory. Well, Eli Drake, but uh, Abyss came and, and made that. We're going to talk about Aries too here after I address a few of these next questions. Questions. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Austin Aries with Battle Glory. Um, some good questions here. Dmax asking, "What led you to uh, wrestling journalism, and what was your breakthrough?" Great question, Dmax. Um, what led me to wrestling journalism? The fact that I'm an entrepreneur by nature, and uh, I, I, I always I feel that if you enjoy doing something that you do for free, you get paid for it. So I loved wrestling. I still love wrestling. I'm a lifer. I've been watching wrestling since I was like four years old. <laughs> so, um, and I've I've loved it. So I was like, hey, why don't why don't I just get paid for it? So about 10 years ago, I started uh, doing stuff for free because I know a lot of times, you know, in order to be successful at something, you got you to gotta do it for little to nothing. Uh, I'm sure that just about every wrestler that's wrestled, uh, you know, before 2005, you know, could, could tell you that. Um, wrestling matches for little to nothing. And um, I started with... Uh, a like it was called Hub Pages. I don't even know if it's still around. I think it may be, but it was called Hub Pages. I had no idea where to start my journalism career. I knew I, I had no inside track to any wrestling journalist whatsoever. I had no clue, absolutely no clue. And I was like, you know what? I started looking around, saying, how can I be a a journalist? And uh, I was like, I saw Hub Pages, and I was like, okay, well here's the Here's an opportunity right here to write. And so I had a column um, on hub pages called Yes, No, Maybe. Yes, No, Maybe. Um, I would say, I would say uh, every, every, every week I did a raw review, and I would say the good thing, which is yes, the bad thing, which was no, and then the maybe, uh, which was something that, you know, I would consider you know, being okay or had some chance. So I did that for a number of weeks. I gained um, a good following doing that. I did that for absolute free. I did that for about three or four months. And um, that gained some action that I had a good enough resume to actually submit that to Bleacher Report. I started off with uh, just being a regular contributor. Within weeks, I was becoming I was uh, becoming so successful um, in Bleacher Report that I became a feature columnist. 
And um, so the feature columnist led me to, um, so we're talking 2012 here. Uh, actually, I did that for a while, the, the yes, no, maybes. Yeah, about a couple of year, couple of years, maybe maybe a year or so. Um, <clears throat> so that led me to Bleach Report. And Bleach Report uh, got me a job with Wrestling Inc., and uh, that's to develop my resume to uh, get a job at Sports Illustrated, a freelance job at Sports Illustrated, um, which led to Fox Sports, which led to um, uh, managing uh, a site and um, staying faithful to Wrestling Inc. And I've written for many other sites um, Google my name. You'll see all the the wrestling sites that I've written for. Um, and I am a freelancer for Digital Spy, which is one of the biggest UK uh, sites, um, one of the biggest websites in the UK. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's how it. It was just just constant, you know, uh, constant grinding. You know, constant, seriously, constant grinding. There was years that I didn't pay. It went from years that I didn't get paid anything. Probably about three years I didn't get paid a dime. I was just, I was just building up my resume, building up my resume, having dozens and dozens and dozens of of articles, and that led to, um, and that led to, you know, getting paid well for it now. So. You know, and with my deeply religious belief, I have to um, credit God for that. So, uh, all right. So, let's see. Did you, did you or anyone catch when Corey Graves said Iverson rolling in his grave? I did. I did catch that. I think that was a rib. Um, Iverson is not dead, but I think it was one of those. He's not dead, but if he was dead, he'd be rolling over his grave. Uh, Robert's asking, it was reported that this man didn't trust young talent because he's been buried by guys like Brock and Punk. Wait, elsewhere, until Triple H takes over or just write it out. Um, so when you say young talent, what are you, what are you thinking? Like, how young? Because you have, like, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano, who's in his early 30s, early about to be mid thirties, early thirties. I think Gargano is in. Um, let's see, Johnny Gargano. I think he's, I think he's early thirties. Let's see. Uh, Gargano is. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Gargano was born in eighty-seven, so he's thirty-one. So yeah. So if you're talking to someone. Gargano, uh, I would definitely have him write it out because he's he spent so much he he spent so much time in the Indies to to get somewhere like WWE. So, and plus, you know, it's one of those things that the indie show is um, the the indie scene is, is really popular now, but the problem is it's like you, you don't really see like substantial gain in the indie scenes if you just say I'm gonna leave WWE. You know, there's there's not many people who can say that they've 
been more successful outside of WWE financially. Uh, Gross is saying, will you play Dr. Trey Natural Born Kids if you, if you get a new check? And, and, and just like his matches, play it the whole time, the, the entire time. Every, the, all of the interview, play the entire match. Uh, play, play the entire song. Um, all right, Everton Prout, man. Hey, yo, it's survey time. Hey, yo. What's going on? <laughs> Did anybody come to listen to all those other J. Brown podcasts? Or did you come here to listen to P and P? Survey says one more, one more for the good guys. For the good guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, exact number, how many bottles of water plays waste in his career? Exact number, I would say, 1,796. <laughs> why did the, why did the UK NXT tag team titles look better than Raw and SmackDown titles? You know, that's a great question. Um, and the UK championship. I looked at the, I mean, those titles look so both, regal. Yeah, I mean, they look so good. And the UK Women's Championship, they look really, really good. They they put a lot of work in those UK championships, and um, they don't do that for the main yeah. titles. Oh, this is the same. No, they just different colors. I hate that. They just like you're right. They just slap the brand on there, different and that's color. it. <laughs> you know, so like I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's quite odd. Um, yeah, I, I actually. Reached out to a source uh, yesterday, uh, and um, about you know the 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 titles and who makes the titles and you know, uh, is there a chance of uh, uh, WWE having a new title since there's so much work into the NXT titles and the person didn't know unfortunately. Um, let's see. So I found from 2012, I found a link to my Yes, No, Maybe article. I want to see if it still comes up. I don't know if they shut my down since it's over six years old, almost seven years old. Uh, oh, it says page not found. Boo. So you got to back up all your work on your hard drive. Yeah. There you go. I have all my... All my old episodes, the last episodes from five and a half years ago, the the, the beginning, the genesis of you were under the Matt Rayo. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, me being an IT professional, <clears throat> I always make sure I have my rights and my stuff backed up. I see a bunch of links. I see a bunch of links to my articles, but uh, that I would just send to people. See, see that's see that's grassroots grinding right there. I would just send articles to people. The problem is um, republish. Okay, so if you're the author of this page, sign in and you can edit or publish your hub. Well, let's see. I'm trying to sign. I, I have no idea what my sign in is, though. No <laughs> clue. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know. That was almost said years ago. I have no clue what my sign in is, though. So. Um, gotta, gotta keep grinding. You know, 
Uh, over. It was good to be back. And I was been gone. You know, I was gone last week. I was under the weather, and you know, today is my lovely daughter's birthday. She turned seventeen, and had the the last minute uh, opportunity of being at SmackDown 1000, which I know we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I got in the house and I ran and called to be on the show. Definitely feels weird. But yeah, I, I did a question. Um, as well, how do we get into this? It just, and, uh, you, you, I'm not. I never really was a journalist, but uh, being in communications, been doing communications for over 20 years, um, and doing my show for over five. I think you got me beat by a year. I think you're doing your show for six. And, um, like you said, man, it's, it's constant grinding. It, it, it's a lot of literally literal blood, sweat, tears, finger cramps, late nights, man. no sleep, <laughs> emails, phone yeah. calls. Text messages, uh, mailing letters, miles on the road, mm-hmm. after parties, favors. It's a lot. <laughs> that, yep. uh, we, we both money. <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, money. Uh, <laughs> feel like waste of time. Uh, paying yeah. for tickets, setting up rings, uh, helping, you know, Playing quadruple duty, helping the ring, setting up, going over matches, helping the boys, carrying luggage to get one interview for five minutes. It's, yep. it's, it's a lot, but, uh, you know, I have a cousin. Uh, he just started his, his uh, YouTube podcast, and it's funny. He inboxed me on my way to SmackDown, uh, asking me the same thing. We just advice, and I told him, you know, basically just told him the same thing. It takes time. Uh, oh, yeah. For us to get where we're at now, and I mean, we, like you said, we still got ways to go, but it's always good to have friendly competition, you know. I mean, you were brothers personally and professionally, and you know, we've had great names, and you know, we have friendly competition. We just make sure we won't, uh, you know, won't, we won't Shawn Michael each other from WrestleMania 11. <laughs> <laughs> we don't deliberately mess up a finisher. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stiff, uh, Stiff Vader, like Shawn Michaels did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're not going to HBK each other. Right. Lord knows right. his hair. Uh, I, I... Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Baldy Shawn, ladies and gentlemen, Baldy Shawn. So right now, the chat room, we're talking about the, uh, the most attractive uh, person in NXT. Um. So, how about how about? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, hey, I got I got to put my fiance up there. I, I think we're one one a. I think we're gonna put up there. I mean, you had this discussion before. Three times we see personally on pancakes and power slams. You know, yeah, my fiance, yeah. your wife. You know, very beautiful. Shout out to sis. You know, sister Featherstone. Sister you know, my lovely fiance Melody. You know, besides that, everybody else falls. Hogan yes. and Claire, Then everyone else comes underneath. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, there, there, you know, there's some attractive people. And, uh, you know, it's so funny. My wife, you know, she's, she's, um, she like is madly in love with me to like the, uh, the, the jealous type type of thing. Like, like, I'm like, that's my man type of thing. Like, not like crazy, but just like, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, that, that's my husband, you know, let me my man type thing. Um, 
But, you know, she loves Jesus like I do, so, you know, she keeps it Christ-like. But uh, but it's like, <laughs> she asked me yesterday. Um, she, she was saying, she was asking me, Amber Moon was coming down, uh, on, uh, coming down the ramp on Raw. And uh, she was like, uh, do you think that Amber Moon is sexy? I'm like, sexy? Like, oh, I, I wouldn't entertain that thought. Uh, of saying some some other girl is sexy to my wife like that doesn't make sense, um, but you know and now and then you know so we so we're talking about the word sexy and what that means and she she said she was raised up to not really understand what the word means she used it as an, an attractive I was like no it's it, the root word sex isn't sexy so it's alluring to the point of. Uh, of wanting to do things, at least, at least thinking about it. Um, it's so she, yeah, so she, so she, yeah, I agree. See, I'm not going to name any names. I agree with that comment. Right, uh, right. Uh, it's yeah. I agree. I agree with that. that is a trap. <laughs> yes, it is a trap. Um, and then, so, so, yeah, so it was a trap, <laughs> and I understood that. I was like, no, I'm not going to entertain that thought. I'm not going to entertain the thought. And so she's like, um, someone can. So I was like, do you think Roman Reigns is sexy? She's like, yeah. And and, and she's like, no, why Wait didn't a mean minute. sexy? Right. And so I was, <laughs> and she's like, I didn't mean sexy as in. So basically, she, 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 you know, she was trying to trap me uh, in, in a way, saying right. like. So what do you think about Ember Moon? You know, and you know, so she's like, she's like, no, no, she's like, wait a minute, she's like, you're my husband, and there's no one before you. Like, I, I, you are perfect to me. You are totally my type. Like the narcissist. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> which I which I agree. She's she's made that very clear. Oh that, yeah. You know, that, yeah. That there's like she she's like madly in love with me, and she shows it. But um, it is, you know, but, I. I I'm but, reverse, but, you know. You know he, but she, hold on. She, but she did. But she did say that uh, Roman Reigns was attractive, which I don't mind. I mean, you know, she has eyes. It's, it's. I'm totally fine with her. Some guys are attractive, and so since she said it first, <laughs> she said it first. I was like, yeah, Ember Moon is attractive. <laughs> so like, so I was. So I didn't. So I, I'm about to become a doctor in psychology. Okay. So I. I'll trap the trapper. So, and uh, at the end of the conversation, uh, she was left like, I, 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 like she was, she, she was out, she was outwitted in that conversation. Oh yeah. So, I had to reverse me, me and my fiance. We don't mind saying, Oh babe, she, she's straight. Like, Oh yeah, she's straight. You know, she can get it. We'll, we'll joke. My, my, my fiance is more loose. You met her. She said, Oh, she's pretty. You know, we joke around with it. I said, oh, she's pretty, and, you know, she can get it joking around. You know, we just end it like that. But, of course, at the end of the day, we know, you know, I didn't, nothing's going <laughs> to. We can joke and openly say, oh, she's pretty or he's pretty. But because my, my fiance thinks, you know, she thinks Roman Reigns is cute. She loves, you know, thanks to Roman the Rock. Uh, Everybody thinks Roman Reigns is cute. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, this is how it is. You know, we joke about it. Okay, she's attractive. Yeah. Other than yep. that, uh, me and you, me and you, Chris, we were. You're not gonna mention names. Remember, we was on the floor at WrestleMania, and who was it? 
we we saw who was in the ring. We both was like, we gave each other the like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, yeah, all right, go. And see, you was lucky because my fiance was sitting right next to me. Yeah, yours was at home. Mine was in Ohio, home. and I was in <laughs> and I was in Louisiana. <laughs> I watched it so, Ohio. Yeah. And the moon, she. I love Seinfeld. Certain shades of light, she looks attractive. Other shades, she looks okay. I think Oscar's pretty cute. Never was really into the Asian chick. She's cute. Just saw her live. Mickey James still looks amazing. Literally just said hi to her. She walked by me and, you know, Lashley. Uh, I mean, but, you know, currently now, I mean, it ain't. It's not too many. You know, tell about NXT. I can't. I can't think of anybody who. No. Like. Um, Dmac is saying outside of uh, my wife. I'll throw him. Um, I'll I'll get uh, as far as prettiest me. I, I'll say Bianca Belair. I think she's very pretty. So. Definitely got um, her. I give you. Yes, yeah, she's she's pretty. Well, boy, you say um, Maria. Maria. Nah. Mm, not for me. She's Nobody's. consistent. She she still looks the same as she did when she started. Uh, someone said Keisha Cole. She's not a wrestler. Um, well, well, I think GSP was saying she. Uh, he told for, when I met my girl, the, uh, the mistake I made was telling her Keisha Cole was my crush. My girl didn't talk to me for a week. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The question is, yeah. let's talk about Keisha Cole's mother. Let's talk about how attractive she is. I really, I really never <laughs> talked to the girl. Was very attractive. Now that but, was the inside joke. Her mother is, uh, yeah, her, her mom is a recovering addict. Now, her mom isn't ugly, but it is a little joke. I mean, it's not making fun of her being an addict. Her mom is recovering, but her mom has a rough face. She, her mom uh, is one of those I mothers. Even, I don't even think Google I've seen. It. Um, uh, Google it. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her mom before. Um, let's see, Layla L. Yeah, she, yeah, Layla, yeah. Uh, is it, is she pretty when she takes that long weave out, though? <laughs> is Bianca? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. I would say so. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you for this appointment listening every Tuesday night. I thank you very much. Brandon Lacey, Von Eric, really? Okay. Hey, you know. Not bad. She look like Fritz. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> she does look like Fritz. <laughs> Papa Fritz. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode, yes, GHP. This episode is turning to the man cave. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Man cave edition, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what about uh, Stephanie? Do, 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 do you got? Do you have Phil Stephanie's attractive? Who? Stephanie McMahon. Hmm. I don't think so. I'm, I mean, she's not bad. She's not bad. She's not. She's not unattractive, but she's just. Hey. If I, shout if out if I was single, Sean Mel. Sean pretty. Single, I wouldn't. I would date Stephanie. So. Gotta yeah. get Queen Charmel. Shout out. Charmel, the Queen. Charmel. All right. So let's talk about Austin Aries. <laughs> a big, a big jump there from from the man cave edition to Austin Aries. Um, oh yes, uh, Selena Vega. Yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of ex ex uh, ex girlfriend there. Uh, Rob is saying uh, something that I saw here. Debate of uh, the the best. Okay, someday we should debate what the best WrestleMania opening matches were to date. I like that. I like that topic. That's a good That's one. Um. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Tournament of who the most attractive woman in WWE history. <laughs> ah, that would be funny. Uh, it's fan choice, so it's not. It's not what I say. I, I would say my wife, but uh, fans choice. If you want to do it, <laughs> we can do it. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about Austin Aries. Uh, so bound for glory. Um. Yeah, interesting. Um, you know, it was one of those things that it, it was one of those things that I definitely it, it didn't seem like it was super exciting. Um, college show the the Sue Young stuff was just I I mean it, it's Sue Young that's that's what she does but it was it was quite bizarre to me. Um, yeah. It was it was quite bizarre. Just the the speaking of Kira Hogan, uh her and Allie, um, the whole grave thing and all of that all that stuff. It was just really really crazy. Like it you would think that Billy Corgan or, or Matt Hardy was still there. Well, Matt Hardy didn't do like that type of dark stuff stuff. That's Billy Corgan did a lot of that stuff with Decay when it was still there. Um so yeah, I that was odd, but you know the the John Morton and, and Austin Aries thing. Now some people are saying it's a work, some people are saying it's a shoot. Um, the interview that I just I just wrote about this recently about an interview that he did that John Morrison did. Um, it seems like you know it's one of those things that it could be both. It really could be both. It really could be like. Okay, I w- I'm I was really upset ab- with you. This did let's make some money on this. I can definitely see that. I can, I can definitely see that happening. But the only thing with Aries though <clears throat> is I don't know if Aries should be doing that type of stuff because the 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 bad part is that Aries is notorious for from what I've heard. Now, I know a lot of people in the business and I know uh, I have some friends in, in Impact Wrestling right now. Um, from what I've heard, Austin Aries is known to be in the business for himself. Now, that's what I've heard, but here's the thing. I've never met Austin Aries. I don't know him personally, so that's only based on people who's worked with him. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things that he, you know, he was already a heel and so made, made himself a bit, a bigger heel doesn't really do much. Um, his contract expired. Uh, he didn't go to the tapings. And so when I mean, they tape mon- months on end, they're doing tapings. Um, no, Aries isn't com- Canadian. I think he was born in uh, Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken, or uh, Wisconsin. I think he was born in Wisconsin. Milwaukee, he was born in, I think. He yeah, he is. He's, 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 he's from Wisconsin, I believe, is what he told me. I think he was born in Milwaukee. Let me speak on this. Oh, <laughs> I like to stay with Cody after a while. Um, 
He was born. Uh, let's see his birthplace. Man, forty years old. I, he was yeah seventy eight. I knew he was born in seventy eight, but it's just it's still kind of crazy to know that he's forty. Now. Um. Uh, although he was in the infancy of ROH, though you know, and ROH has been around for sixteen years. TNA too. They could start ROH and TNA start the same year. They've been around. Yep. Born born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yep. Um. So yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where that, we'll see where that goes. But I mean, you know, he didn't. Uh, he didn't come. To, he didn't come to the tapings. So, you know. And they taped months on end, so they did a Monday and a Tuesday taping in uh, in New York. So they'll probably, um, you know, they'll, they'll probably wait from their tapings. It seems like if he didn't come to either one of them, that means that you're looking like at least for the rest of the year. So he's gone from from Impact for the rest of the year at least. So uh, I went to last night's taping. Queens, Morrison mentioned Prince Aries being unprofessional in the promo, but Moose and Cross didn't. Things kind of went onward without him. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a good. I'm glad that you told me that. Tweet that to me, actually, at Chris Prolific. I might write a piece on that. Um. All right. So let's. Uh, that's that's enough about Corey, honestly. Thing was really the biggest thing, biggest part of it for for um, for Bound for Glory. Uh, I don't like the Moose and Killer Cross tandem. Um, I like Killer Cross as a heel. Um, I actually saw him work a House of Hardcore this year during Mania Weekend. Has a really good look to him. Um, good grab for Impact Wrestling for sure. Definitely a good grab. Um, definitely played the good heel. I think it was like P.D. Williams he beat up uh, when he first came around in, in Impact Wrestling. But him and Moose, I mean, Moose is just, I like Moose a lot. And just him as a heel to me just doesn't work. Um, you know, he's so used to doing the whole Moose thing, Moose crowd interaction. Yeah. So hope hope that changes soon. Um, kudos to John Morrison for winning the title. Um, it just adds to his long resume of world championships outside of WWE, AAA, Lucha Underground, uh, uh, the UK. So he's he's been champs. Um, D-Mac says, I like Moose and Cross, but at the same time, Moose could be a big face to me. Yeah. Uh, wow, boy, since Ray is back, Kachavo return. Is he on good terms with WWE? Um, I don't see Chavo coming back anytime soon. I would yeah. like for him to come back. I think he had a pretty good, uh, you know. I think SmackDown 1000 would have been a really good place for him to come back. He's on. Um, he's on good terms. He's still on good terms with WWE, but I don't think he has a from my inside sources of him. Uh, I don't think he really has any interest in coming back to WWE, WWE right now. But I can't confirm he he's still in good terms with them. Yeah, well, he's he works for Lucha Underground now, so right. um, yeah, so he's not, you know, contractually he's not going to do that. Um, all right, so raw raw thoughts, and then we'll jump into your life. 
uh, thoughts, your live recap from SmackDown Live. Uh, everybody give Raw a grade. Um, and then we got a couple headlines. Uh, we'll do the music for the audio. So for those listening to the audio, here you go. Headlines. <laughs> Okay, so we'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about we'll, we'll throw in Tori Wilson uh, returning for Evolution uh, in the <laughs> Raw talk, and then we'll also yeah. So we're also and then and then when we'll talk about SmackDown 1000, they, uh, WWE had the greatest uh, SmackDown wrestler of all time. So uh, I'm seeing C plus uh, C. Um, what else? What else we got? I see. What do you get? What do you get, Raw Evan? Uh, I give about a C plus. Uh, the, the ending, I give about a uh, B plus. Overall, show a C, uh, C plus. But the ending I did like with, you see a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the disruption between the dogs of war, whatever you call them. You know, the Claymore kick on Storm and Storm the Power Slam and Ziggler. I kind of like the tension going on. The, the the tease tension between the shield. Uh, other than that, uh, raw overall just started with a C, uh, average show. Uh, after yep. a while, I was getting mundane every week between the shield and yeah. the war. It's, you know, we've seen it before. It's starting to get it, it, it's starting to get old. Um, and WWE doesn't have any plan of getting uh, letting this feud go for a while. And once we talk about SmackDown, I'll let you know a live note that I have to you. Based on that. All right, so a quick recap. Um, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler. It was in Philly. Um, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, McIntyre did an in-ring promo, interrupted by the Shield with Reigns, Rollins. Um, he does things in Ambrose time, is what they were saying. Um, Seth Rollins defeating Drew McIntyre for the World Cup qualifier. Ember Moon and Nia Jax defeating Dominion Day. Dana Brooke, what's the sack? I think Tamina is so talented. I think she's so talented. I think Tamina would be a perfect person to feed Ronda Rousey. She's one of a few people who actually looks a legitimate test to Ronda Rousey. They should have brought her in as a foe to Ronda Rousey after she won, after she beat uh, Nikki Bella at Evolution. She should have been attacked by Tamina. Like, why, why, why is it easy for me to think about these things and create Misses them. They just bring her. In. I mean, she's been gone for months. She she's been gone for almost the, the whole year, and they just bring her in episode of Raw. Like that just that goes to show how much they're just not caring about. Tamina. I don't like it at all. Like I said, she should have attacked Rousey at the at Evolution. I mean, simple as that, man. I don't understand that. Um. It's not creative, though, Chris. It's Vince. Yeah, but at the same time, at least creative can pitch. I mean, <clears throat> you know, from what I've known, Vince has the Vince has the okay to yes or no thing. But he, yeah, they, and there's a creative staff that put things puts things in place for. I mean, to at least present to Vince. So well, you still can pitch things. Yeah, I mean, you can still. I mean, that's why you're paying the big bucks for the creative staff to for them to. Put things together. So, um, all right, so let's, let's skim through here. Uh, Ronda Rousey does a ring promo, interrupted by the Bella Twins. 
Uh, it was sketchy at first for, for Ronda Rousey, but she held it at the end. She hit a home run at the end. I think it was uh, it was obviously scripted, but I think that what I'm going to give Ronda Rousey kudos for was the facials, cadence, yeah, she does those. the fact that she listened to the audience and she was able to really feed on the audience. That was really, really good. So I, I give her much applause for that. Um, and then, you know, kudos to Nikki Bella, too. Uh, because she played it, you know, she did right facials to to compliment Rousey. So that sec at the uh, overall was pretty good. I, I, I get Ziggler and Ambrose was a decent match. Uh, Fowler, Finn Balor defeating uh, Jinder Mahal. And then my man, my man, Bobby Lashley, <laughs> he, he comes in and does a narcissist Lex Luger slash uh, WW. Uh, Lex Luger with uh, Elizabeth. So, although I loved that latter day Lex Luger music. I loved that music for some reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved it. It was also, I think I might, I might bring it up. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so we just talked about the music too. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, um, uh, he had one of those. He had one of those moments. So, um, you know, we'll see. Lastly, as a heel, looks like him and Finn Balor. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lita and Trish Emring promo interrupted by uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Uh, they did nothing for me to to excite me about this match. And Lita to me is go, but there was nothing to really excite me about this match. Honestly, Trish, a legend, one of the best ever, but. It doesn't seem like she's really emotionally invested in, the, in it. I mean, kudos, you know, I hate to say anything negative about Trish because she, you know, if it wasn't for Trish and Lita and a couple other people like Victoria, Mickey James, you know, those people really are so um, instrumental in changing the, 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 the scope of, of women's wrestling to have an, an uh, to, to look like, um, Less gimmicky, like oh five, oh six, bra and panties, patty on a pole match, and all that crap. Um, to uh, it, so so the early two thousands, Trish was doing was playing the whole gimmick thing, and then toward like you know toward the the the, the advent of of the all the gimmick matches, that was a bad you know. Like the the Ashley Mazzaros and the Candice Michelles and the Tori Wilson, which I'll just say now I don't understand. Like I understand why they why they announced her for namesake, and I I get that. But Tori Wilson was never um she was never a big name came to wrestling. <laughs> actually, actually matches, but um so it's not really a, a, you know. There's not really much that went into the fact that Tori Wilson's coming back to being in the Battle Royals. Yeah, uh, I agree. Bring back the pyro. It just makes it just it's a big void um, with no pyro for sure. When Edge Ed came out and Mysterio came out, two people who um, who kind of had their pyro be a part of their gimmick. It just yeah. Um, uh, all right, so let's see what else we have here before we go to the flavor of the week. Um, 
ALP defeated the El Conquistador, who wasn't uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, Natalia defeating Ruby Riot DQ. Looks like they're doing a six-man match. I love Elias's uh, heat. I love it, and I like the fact that they're actually trying to do something like Apollo. They're, they're trying to do some Apollo Cruz. He's actually a decent promo guy, ladies and gentlemen. Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> um, wow, like he's actually a decent promo guy. So I don't know what they're gonna do yeah, with this. Uh, yeah, I hope yeah. they don't just you know set him up just to to bring you know just a little to Elias. But I hope he gets a win, man. Do something with the guy. He's super talented. I've said it many times on this show. I think he's the most underutilized person in WWE. Let him work. He looks like a million bucks. So. I hope so. I hope they do something with them. So, uh, I think I got some for y'all. Uh, <laughs> the spotlight. Flexi, Lexi, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it juju. It sounds like you shooting sauces. Flexi, Lexi. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, baby. Um, <laughs> so much of Lex loser. Oh no. His, his entrance back then was as long as Undertaker's. Yeah, not longer. Yeah. Probably even longer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Children against Strowman, McIntyre, and Ziggler. Um, interesting ending. Uh, the Claymore looked fantastic. Um, yeah. All right. Um, it's kind of weird because you know, are you making Braun Strowman, you know, babyface again? Um, which is odd because you're not making McIntyre babyface because he's tag champs with Zip. So very odd stuff. All right, what would y'all give SmackDown 1000? Uh, real quick, uh, and let me know your thoughts on being there live. Uh, I give it a B. Minus for nostalgia. Um, the hottest the crowd the crowd was very hot. Um Ray Pop was decent. Um the evolution segment was very funny. Uh the crowd loved it. Felt felt good to see Evolution back. Um funny off note, Batista was told to wrap it up because <clears throat> the segment went a little longer than expected because I saw the camera guy in the ring. I was saying you guys might have actually saw me on TV. Hopefully, it was like the fourth and fifth row right there in the ring, uh, and the airman was like wrap it up. He kind of was giving him the finger like this set was going a little longer than normal. But uh, it was good to see evolution, and like the pyro was missing. Like where was the steam for Edge? Where was the pyro? It just looked whack. Uh, like Mysterio, I know you know they don't got him jumping out the trap door. Uh, Ray looks smaller. He, he does. Did. When I saw him, he looks like WCW skinny WCW, right? Right. Yes. He, I ju- just saw right. Early, then we saw him earlier this year, and like he lost weight, and maybe it's good. Uh, the Nak- Nakamura was laying some stiff shots on right. Uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys caught it at home, but you can clearly hear Chuck Robinson yell, "Go home!" Uh, and and then, overall, SmackDown was good. A lot of note, the crowd was hot. Nobody really got booed. Dude, they got over. The bar got a lot of chairs instead of bulls. Um, Michael Cole looked tired and upset. Uh, he didn't even shake nobody's hand after the show. 
uh, thing was the show seemed rushed. I, I think I inboxed it was like a SmackDown going overtime because it was. Right. It, 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 this was one of the rare cases where I felt this should have been three hours as opposed to Raw because I felt like Edge was wasted. He just can't take it. Comes out, says three words, and comes back. What? <laughs> it's like come on, like right. you could have did. <laughs> I got that. three words for you. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Like, you could have did that over via satellite. Where was Cena? Cena looks old. Right. Cena doing his Facebook Live video, whatever you call it, tout. And it's like, why wasn't Cena there? I get The Rock not being there because he's The Rock. I get that. He's doing movies. But I just, you know, Cena wasn't there. And I just think it should have been more. Uh, but better than Raw 25. I give it a, a B for nostalgia. Uh, Ray yeah. and Nakamura was cool. The tag match was very well, very well done. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ match was cool. Big Show cameo, we're like what the? <laughs> it's like okay, is this the new three 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 man tag? But uh, you know, it, it was yeah, I enjoyed it. It was you know, there's some stuff off the air. Oh, real quick, no reason why I said did you not plan to let this strong this shield does the wolf for you to go anywhere? Because uh, they announced that SmackDown will be back in DC the Monday. Before Mania, and they actually said on the promo that you get to see the Shield go against the Dogs of War with Strowman in a six-man <laughs> tag match. And I'm like, dude, this is October, and they're promoting uh, this for April. You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Wow. Send that to me. Send that to me so I remember. Yes, I, I will. I, I, I will embark yeah. to you. And uh, D.S. Rollins, yes, I forgot. Uh, Becky making a uh, telling Edge don't hurt his neck, leaving out the ring. I, I thought that was cool, but it's like, like I'm not sexist, but your Edge. How do you get punked by a woman <laughs> that's half your size? Yeah, like that was it, probably it, part of the night. Yeah, it's yeah. I like the that he grew his hair back though. Yeah. Yeah, like as you know, Edge got and listen, everyone pretty much no one no one got booed. The only, the the loudest boo was uh, doing the commercials Mickey. when he did like the whole WWE thing, and they were showing basically superstars with all the athletes. The biggest yeah. boo was when they showed Sting with Zeke Elliott, and he booed Zeke of course because they were in Washington. Redskins fans hate the Cowboys. Right. That was the right. only definite boo. Everyone else got cheered. Um, but then I guess it was cool. Uh, Enjoyed the show. The mixed tag match was after, uh, you know, Lashley and Mickey James uh, shook hands. Uh, they rushed Ray out the ring. <laughs> he walked behind us. So I was like, get out, get out, get out, because TK was coming out. But um, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Raw 1000. Better than Raw 25, which isn't hard to do. Uh, decent show. Uh, yeah. But the most memorable stuff is the promos. Not any of the matches yeah. except for the tag match. Yeah. Um, just a few things before. Before we get to the play of the week, uh, first of all, I absolutely love Truth TV. Like that makes my whole night on SmackDown. That is the greatest thing on SmackDown. I love, I love the dance breaks. I love the fact that that our Truth is still reinventing himself. Uh, right. I love the fact that Carmella is uh, aligned with Truth. It's making her really easy to transition to a baby face. She was the most annoying heel, and it's making it really easy for her to transition to a baby face because 
she's like the the balance to our troops zaniness you know i i absolutely love our truth and carmella yeah. the dance breaks are hilarious i think the opening segment like i popped yeah, okay, yeah, i, I yeah, popped yeah. for the opening segment and it's and it's you know being in the business and as a journalist and just knowing the repetitiveness of just professional wrestling specifically wwe uh, it's really hard for me to pop about something I popped yeah. for that Truth TV segment. I love, I love the, the the dance breaks. Uh, the music is hilarious. Fits right into just <laughs> the dancing. It's like dance break music. It, and uh, and then the fact that Vince McMahon says this, we got to entertain someone, and then he calls for the uh, for the uh, dance break too. I I, I popped. I said, this is, this yeah. is amazing. I even it, tweeted it, about it, absolutely. I'll I, um, I even say, too, the, 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 I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't mention the, the opening segment because I was, I was going to say that, that was the, one of the main things I loved is the general managers, I love Vicky and then Teddy. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And then, you know, John Laurinaitis shows up, which you're like, wow. You, you, you Just them three, you see the history of Spanish. The only thing I would add is they should have, and this, this, this could have been uh, some heat. You could have just had Brock come out, and he could have walked in the ring, you know, doing all the GMs, and then he pointed and Paul Heyman. Like, why wasn't Heyman there? Heyman was the GM for SmackDown. If you're going to have Teddy, you're going to have Stephanie, you're going to have Laronitis, you're going to have Vince, you got to have Paul Heyman as GM for SmackDown. Yeah, he was true. one of the instrumental parts of GM. There's a little you could have threw Brock in there just just as like a tease. He didn't have to do nothing. Like, well, wait, Brock's here, and then it's kind of like, oh, got you, and then here comes Heyman. You know, yeah. Heyman could have did a quick promo, but he's the greatest GM of SmackDown, and yeah, it's it, it, not nitpicking. It's something. The only thing I would have added, but other than that, it, it felt more authentic. I know someone said it seemed like um, this didn't care about SmackDown, but I, I'm sorry, I enjoyed this better. You know, I was at Raw 25 Live, then Raw 25. <laughs> yeah, I liked it better than Raw 25, too. Yes, yeah, turned out this was almost leaps and bounds better than Raw 25 was. Um, yeah, it was uh, cutting uh, Miz versus Rusev. That was a quick match. Looks like they're just building oh, him yeah. and eating. <clears throat> yeah. Houston promo. Um, looks like they were teasing Batista and Triple H finally. So, um so yeah, I mean, Batista's been one as he's been saying that for a long time as far as just uh, wanting to to go against Triple H. So I'll, I'll be I'll be fine with it. Batista looks like he's he's still in great shape. He'll be fifty yeah, he in July, you know. And uh, it's funny because Batista be fifty in July, uh, and Triple H will be fifty in uh, I'm sorry, uh, Batista be fifty in January, and and uh, Triple H will be fifty in July. So. Uh, you know, but but they both still look in great shape. So if you can go, if you can go, go. And uh, I'd be cool with them on at Mania. I think Batista's a Hall of Fame guy. He looked great. You know, watching uh, pop for him. I was I was fine with. It. I liked the Evolution promo. Randy Orton stayed in character. You know, he he started taking jabs at everybody else from Evolution. That was a good way to keep him in character. I think. You know, it was more than just a simple promo. There was that cliffhanger to it, which is right. great. Um, I, I was a big fan of that. Did y'all Barbie see Orton laugh? Day. Go ahead. Did y'all see Orton laugh, laugh on camera at home? Yes, yes. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to make sure he did break character a few times laughing. Yeah. Um, Barbie and New Day that was that was odd to me because they lost against the New Day. They didn't earn a rematch, and then they just beat them because you had Big Show having his thirty twenty third whatever heel turn uh, flop. That you know, it's like, and then you're feuding the Big Show. I mean, you're aligning Big Show with the bar, and it was so obvious to me. It was so obvious, like. You're clearly about to choke slam Kofi Kingston right now. Like, like you think that that would have been the end of it? like Big Show's music come out, he chases them away, and then he walks back to the ring, uh, walks back to the uh, <laughs> to the back. Doesn't doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, I I don't know what they're doing with this. Maybe as an enforcer to the bar, maybe to stack the deck to make the new day, you know, have a six title reign. I don't know what they're doing, but hopefully the new day wins it again. I would be okay with the Biggie Big Show feud. I'd be fine with that. I think that'll be a great way to put Biggie Big over. Keep up the new day. Um but still, you know, you can put him over by beating Big Show. I, you know, so many other people's done that. <laughs> why why won't Biggie and putting picking up Big Show to put him in the big ending? That'd be pretty cool. I thought Big Show was coming to the bar because they ruined the pancakes. That's right, man. Can't ruin those pancakes. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I, I'll be okay with Big E, Big Show. And I'll be, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Big Show, uh, to, for Big E to put Big Show in the big ending. So, I'm saying big a whole lot of times. So, big E, Big Show, big ending, big match, um, Big Show, big SmackDown, big, 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 big. Uh, Mysterio and Nakamura. Yeah, it was, you know, Nakamura, Nakamura has been so off since turning heel. Like, it's his heel has done absolutely nothing for him. Like, zero. It's done nothing. He lost to AJ Feud. He beat Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. He doesn't even defend the U.S. title on pay-per-views, and he loses on SmackDown. It's like, right. what? It's He's done politics. nothing. You know that. You know Lefney was going to come to leave. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, he won the Royal Rumble, main event, I mean, well, not main event, but featured at WrestleMania against A Styles. But it's like, wow, man. I can understand if he wants to go back to New Japan because they're doing just a terrible job with Nakamura right now. Just a terrible job. He was so over when he came and doing his face run. And then when he turns heel, at the beginning, it was okay, but it was. Just, I mean, it's chilled his character as a whole ridiculously. Yeah, absolutely. It, I, it, and you know, no matter how hard you tried, and granted, I, I love his new thing. The ch- crowd still was singing along with the songs, and yeah. it is impossible to not pop or to have that entrance, which is one of a kind, mm-hmm. and not get chance. It's the same you thing. Can't. You he does the same it. interest as he was when he was a babyface. Like he does. That, that's my thing is like, and that's well, that's a good point. Uh, while we look at both Royal Rumble runners this year, uh, both of them have just uh, their year in review have been not very good, unfortunately. And before we get to the week, I wanted to uh, ask this chat room. Um, what do y'all like? Okay, so the Undertaker. I was just uh, just a random thought that I had. I took a note of to discuss real quick. 
Now, The Undertaker, he turned heel during the ABA, you know, making JR kiss uh, Vince McMahon's butt. That was, um, that was, uh, he came back in 2001, I believe. He, he injured in 2000 because he didn't wrestle at WrestleMania 16. Came back in 01 when he went against Triple H. Or he came back, I think, after, I think it was like May of 2000, after what, the Iron Man match between Rock and uh, Triple H, I believe it was. And then yeah. the biker, you know, the rolling music, 2000, going into 2001. Then he turns heel, I think, uh, late 2000, maybe, because I think 2002 was when he won the title, and he was a heel because he did the year to pay music. Yeah, it was 2002. Yeah, because so he, he, he kind of said random, and like you said, he made JR kisses, but it was in 01, because right after that, he won the Hulk, he beat RVD for the hardcore title. Was it one of Vengeance or one of them pay per views? One of them. And he went to O2 as, as a heel. But I think one of the so when my did he, favorite takers. Was he turn? Did he turn O two? Did he turn face no, in O two? Or was it, it was O one? Because no, when did, it was, no, that's when he turned heel. When did, when did he turn face again? He turned face. Mm-hmm. It was late O two, because remember Helen in the Cell, October O two when he fought Brock and he was face. So he turned face yeah, again. Yeah, the chain match. It was like. Summer of O two. Oh, yeah. Because the world's ugly right? choke slam. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The world's yeah. ugly choke slam was him against Hogan in Judgment Day. So it was some. It, it, it was summer O T because sometime after losing the. Oh, because vengeance. The vengeance, vengeance triple right. was uh, was July of O two, and he was a baby face there. Right. Right. Or maybe he would have. No, maybe he. Maybe he was still a heel because it was. What Rock Angle and Taker, right? He was healed and, then for that tri- for that triple threat. That was yeah, the last match of the heel, but he became face by SummerSlam because that's when he beat. Yeah, because he feuded against Brock. Right. Right. Because because right. no, Brock won in O two SummerSlam because he beat the and Rock. Taker was a face in O two against Test. Test. So somewhere yeah. in between July and August, he became face again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been face for sixteen years straight. That's something to think about. <laughs> do, do, do you count the three weeks when he was healed, when he came, when he had, remember when Seth he was, uh, you count Brock that? Lesnar. No, no, when, when he, uh, he, he had to show hair. Remember Heyman was GM, and Heyman kind of had control of him for like a, a few weeks. He had the short hair. He teamed yeah. Sean Cena and, and beat up RVD. This is like right before yeah. the concrete crit match. you count that? or? Mm. Yeah, because he was still because he was feuding against the Dudleys too. He was he yeah. was babyface feuding against the Dudleys though. Really Dudleys were heels. So. All right, true. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, real quick. Every week, uh, here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Okay. So uh, this flavor of the week uh, looks like chat room was talking about some NXT stuff. Uh, Vince was trying to do with, with Team Dream. So, uh, I agree. I, I think he should stay in NXT. Uh, so, this is what I'm going to do. First of all, I'm going to do some trivia because I, I 
of trivia, and I'll do a bunch of trivia at the end. So let's hurry up with this for the week. Here it goes. What was Viscera's name? WCW. WWE's very strict. I know people in WWE relationships with a few people in WWE are very strict with uh with that. Big Daddy V. That's correct. Good job, Wild Boy and Man Big Daddy. All right, so real quick, ten people. Ten people that you would choose in the WWE um that should um if we start a new WCW now we might do we might do just WWE today and we might do non WWE next week. We might do that. So give me ten people from current WWE. If you would start if you were to start a new WCW WCW uh, who were 10 people? So I'm going I'm to see some names here. I'm going to start writing them down. I'm write 10 names down. And that's who, that we're going to start this new WCW. If there were 10 names that you would want to start a new WCW, what would it be? So Daniel Bryan, I'll put him down. Uh, Randy Orton. Daniel Bryan. Okay. I'll put Orton down too. Um. Yeah, you can put you can put you can count NXT, Wild Boy. Uh, I see Oscar. Interesting. Okay. Um. Really, Gross Goldust. Goldie's the man, but uh, yeah. Okay, I'll put him as an agent. He he's a great booker. Uh, I'll put him down as a booker. As, uh, one Sting, Sting is GM. No, Sting do, n- never needs to jam. That's too much Sting. Sting needs to keep the mystery. Uh, AJ AJ Styles, I like that one. Although I would know, keep AJ WWE. Uh, Air Paris, uh, <laughs> you don't want that. Um, Magnum Tokyo. Undisputed, yeah, right. <laughs> Undisputed Era. Okay. I'm just writing down the top ten. Let's see here. I'll put them as one unit. Finn K-O-P. Balor, really? Really? Finn Balor? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't Finn Balor, but Lars Sullivan. Okay, AOP. I'll put them down as one. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So two more. Um. Okay. Uh, Bailey. Let's see. See what they say. Okay, I see Ricochet and the Revival. Huh. Uh, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think this WCW will last long. <laughs> but, yeah, just, I'll be interested to see how you guys work this. But here are 10. Neil Bryan, Oscar, Charles Blair, EJ Styles, Disputed Era, Finn Balor, Laura, LP, Ricochet, and Revival. Those first ten that we saw. So uh, let's, next week, let's, I'm gonna keep this list, and we're gonna see how we work this out and, and, and book these people. Um, I'm gonna keep it. All right, so we have time really quick to do ten non-WWE. DSP <laughs> says, uh, "I agree, man. Shake my head. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's going too well." Um. All right, non ten non WWEs. 
Omega. Um, Kenny Omega. All right, Kenny Omega. I think that's a great choice, actually. Um, Cody Rhodes. Okay, another good choice. Um, what else you got? Jericho. Okay. Chris Jericho. Okay, Hangman Page. I can see him uh, being a big heel. Cheeseburger. You only uh, one one at a time, Rob. I'll take. Ooh, Pinto. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Zero I like that. Sue Young. Okay. I can dig it. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh. Kazuchka. Yes. Chilito. Yes, absolutely. That's your boy. That's my boy. Uh, Tamatanga. I like that choice too. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for Tamatanga. I really like that choice for Tamatanga. Um. So Mike today and Tony Schiavone, okay, we'll use them as the we'll, we'll make them the the, uh, the broadcasters. All right, let me see one more for the non WWE, which I think is a far better history <laughs> than the WWE one was. Um, Marty Skull, okay. So I see Marty and Naito. I saw Marty first. Um, I would pick Naito over Marty, but uh, you know. Both are good. Both are good choices. Tessa Blanchard. Okay. Here's Tessa. Omega, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, Tessa Jr., Young, Kazushko, Okada, Jalipo, Tampanga, and All right. So we're going to keep these lists and we're going to work with them next week. We're going to plan it. We're going to. Who's the champ? Who's the heels, the faces? Who's the mid-card champs? Uh, so those are the 20 people in our new WCW. The P the P and P WCW, ladies and gentlemen. All right? Let's have some fun with that next week. Kudos to my man, JTG. What was Brandy Rowe name in WWE? That's my next trivia question. I'm sorry I didn't get as much trivia questions today. Uh, sorry about that. Um, be sure to... Over, please sort of plug PNP and other podcasts on Twitter, on Facebook. Spread the word. Let's continue to spread this show. I love you all. You are so are so awesome. Thanks so much for JTG, my boy Evtech Proud, always hitting home runs on the show. No, no, no. On behalf of Evan, I'm Chris Featherstone, ladies and gentlemen. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. Bless and always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. God bless. Good night.
You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra.